Hello, and welcome to Tales from the Sisterhood, where we amplify conversations that matter. I'm Melanie Williams. And I'm Joanne Schaub. And we have a really interesting conversation for you guys today. I'm very excited to have it. Um, this, this episode is going to be called Root to Rise. And the conversation that we're going to have is about some transitions that Joanne and I are going through where we are deciding aspirations that we have for ourselves in the coming phases that we're approaching personally, um, within our families, within our professional development, and we're coming up with ways to approach that so that we can set ourselves up for success and have a logical approach to it. So we've both come up with an emotional anchor for the year that's guiding this practice. So Joanne, what is your emotional anchor? Oh, my emotional anchor is add more joy, more joy. So everything that I do, I'm just adding more joy to because what I have found is I'll be doing the dishes and I'll be like muttering to myself inside my head about how many times I do the dishes during the day. And it's just like, it is something that I'm not getting to get away from Melanie. No, you're not. I'm not going to get away from the dishes. <laughs> it's and not going to so happen. Why not add more joy to it? So if that means like tonight I listen to one of Nicholas Sparks books that I have on audio, um, Lucky You, I think. And it was really cool. I'm like, I've listened to the book before, but it was just a nice thing to have on as I was doing the dishes, you know, something light and something that I could come in and out of, you know, so add more joy. Okay, great. So my emotional anchor for the year is brave love. Yes. Love and it. I'm really, I, I have been excited about this idea. It actually came to me the end of last year. And I knew immediately that it was what I was meant to commit to, but I have actually had to put it into action quite a few times since then. And it's not as easy as it sounds. Uh, bravery is um, an emotion that really is pretty complicated. And I, I teach my kids a virtues-based spiritual education and our virtue for this past week was courage. Mm -hmm. And we got into this really interesting conversation about where bravery comes from. And I think of love as coming from the heart. It's an emotion that is one of those soft, warm emotions. And I thought that bravery would come from the mind, mm -hmm. but as I studied more about it and meditated on it, it became clear to me that bravery also is located in the heart and it's from that center. Mm. And so connecting those two emotions together is such a beautiful idea for me 
as I launch into this next phase of my life. And sometimes brave love means saying the thing that is hard for someone else to hear or even telling yourself something that's hard to hear, but it's what's needed to move you forward. And so with your goal of adding more joy and mine of brave love, we have then put that into action as the engine. Yes for us to move forward in our lives in the ways that we want to and grow into continue to grow and flourish into the people we want to be. So with the concept of root to rise, we have come up with things that we want to rise to continually as priorities and then rooting practices that we will use to achieve our aspirations. So Joanne, let's start to talk about what some of your root to rise goals are. And you have yours broken up into themes or baskets, life baskets, kind of. I do. I have mine broken into different categories of my life. And for each category, I kind of painted like a picture of what I wanted to experience you know, whenever it happens, like, for example, my health category is look and feel my best and my healthiest. Okay. So I could see that happening pretty quickly. You know, I feel Mm -hmm. like it's not something that's like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to experience that until the end of this year. Mm -hmm. No, I can look and feel my best and healthiest in the next few months. Right. Um, And so one of the things like, so under that category of health, I am listing certain things that I can do either on a daily basis or just on a one-time basis. Like one of the things that I really want to do for my health category is to research some anti-inflammatory foods because I'm 43. Mm-hmm. I want to live to a hundred. Yes. That's a wonderful and inflammation, goal. right? And mm-hmm. inflammation is one of the main factors when it comes to any disease. Right. So for me, it makes sense to figure out what foods are anti-inflammatory. And I've already got like ginger and turmeric and goji And I'm sure that there's a few others that I have written down, but it's important to me to bring those foods into my weekly palate. Mm -hmm. So I may not get them every day, but at least on a weekly basis. Figuring out how to nourish yourself is one of the things that will inject joy into your life. Yes. So one of my other is... You, we had talked about this before our podcast tonight, but it's like really claiming the life that I'm living. And mm-hmm. it feels so powerful to say it in that way, claiming the life that I'm living, because I want to be honest with our, our friends here. I have spent a long time resisting the life that is because I continually think that the future Joanne has more fun, has more freedom, has a lot more going on than the current Joanne. Mm -hmm. And that does not add more joy to my current life by resisting what is. So 
we had talked about this and so claiming my life mm-hmm. and you know my community connecting more with my tribe here so another area of my life is work and i consider this podcast as part of my work you know part of my work is shining my light making an impact so one of my other like categories is love and romance with my husband, of course. (laughs) He's the only one I'm loving and romancing on. Um, So my vision is to be in a connected, passionate relationship with Dan. And I am in that kind of relationship with him, but it takes effort and it takes commitment and it takes, you know, energy invested in it. So he and I do this thing where we have like five date night ends every month in the house. So at eight o'clock when the kids are asleep, we go into date night mode and that mm-hmm. is music, chill. I like that idea because it, it backs up your other goal about living the life that you have right now instead yeah. of being focused on one day when we can afford a babysitter or one day when we can do this, you, you are getting that time with him now yes. within the confines of the life you're living, which is a really good idea. We've been doing date night in since February of last year, and it has enhanced our relationship so much. And so we're both like super committed to it. And then we do one date night out usually a month. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's always good. But I was going to say, speaking of the kids, um, putting them to bed at eight. <laughs> night night kids. One of my favorite times of the day. Um, but speaking of those, those little boogers, I, I, my kids, like I am, you know, so focused on loving and nurturing like who they are and nurturing their development because they're only five and three. So really being present with them is important to me. And okay, another one of my categories to my goals is fun and adventure. My life can feel very groundhog day-ish. Mm-hmm. Wake up, do the kid thing all day. <laughs> Laundry, dishes. Yeah. So, all of it. All of it. Yes. I want to take a family vacation this year. I would love to have a weekend getaway with Dan. Mm-hmm. Mom, help me out with that. <laughs> <laughs> I need I need my mom for that. And then I have a a couple others, Melanie. I have, so self-love is one of my categories and I just really want to treat myself with the most love and respect that Mm -hmm. I can. And my friend Lindsay got me onto this body love affirmation um, recording from Louise Hay. And Louise Hay, she's like the queen of affirmations in case anyone out there doesn't know. And, and this body love affirmation, um, recording is like 30 minutes long and it goes through every single body part Mm -hmm. and it just showers yourself with love and appreciation. And it's, it's amazing. I I've gone through it a couple of times now. Okay. A couple other things, uh, money. Money is a category mm-hmm. and my intention around money is to bring attention 
to how we allocate our money mm-hmm. um, with food and household and expenses and activities. And I feel like, I feel like we save a great deal because my husband is a saver, but then whatever goes into the checking account gets spent and right. nothing gets saved for a vacation, you oh, know? Right. So then it's yeah. like, we want to take a vacation and that's a few thousand dollars. Well, where are we going to get a few thousand dollars because we're not planning for it? So for me, it's like just paying attention to where it's going. And maybe I, maybe I could, you know, be more focused on the things that I want to do versus the things that I think I need in the moment. (laughs) Uh Yeah. It's a whole lot easier to say no to spending something. If you know, well, in three months, we're going on this vacation and I need to save for that instead of, but if vacations aren't something you have historically done, it's hard to say no in the moment for something that might never happen. So having that commitment that we are doing this, this is how much we can budget for once we hit that amount. We're going. Yeah, exactly. Is helpful. So in the concept of rooting to rise, your the things that you've talked about in the categories and everything back to the anti-inflammatory food those all of these components you feel like will help you in your practice of bringing more joy to your daily life and overall experience yes all of these things are geared towards you know adding more joy to my life the life that I'm living right now, right. you know, that's, that's a big thing for me, being more present and, and adding more joy to my current life. That is, that's where I'm at until okay. further notice, <laughs> <laughs> which I can't imagine that would, yeah. that would change. Right. I mean, those are, those are, I think that that's a really common struggle, but also it's a beautiful thing to recognize and put into action that you are not experiencing the joy that you want to experience in your life. And, and then to have the attitude of taking ownership of creating it instead of saying, well, if my husband did this, or if my children were better, or if I lived in a different house or those things are not something that you can immediately control. So There's always I've tried. <laughs> well, and I think when we find joy in the current moment, this this is the pattern I've seen in my life, especially in the expression of gratitude. When I am able to be grateful for the situation that I'm in and what I have, then more often than not, what I'd like to see happen starts to unfold. But as long as I'm staying in a place of dissatisfaction, nothing seems to change. It's like a self-perpetuating cycle. Right. Nothing changes there. Yeah. Okay. What's really powerful, I think, about all of this is that you and I are going at this together. So we are, you now know mine. I want to know yours. So, because I'm going to be like supporting you and holding you accountable and being your cheerleader and reminding you. (laughs) So let's, let's hear what you've got. I want to hear, uh, what's, what's the, um, so your emotional focus yes, is my emotional- brave love. 
Yes, that is mm. my that is my emotional focus for this coming season and not necessarily 2019, but I feel like brave love is something that I personally am called to because my personality is geared very much towards this. I'm someone who speaks um, very frankly about what matters to me and how I see the world. And so I find that I'm often put into positions where I feel called to speak my truth and transitioning from a place of being someone who was an advice addict. I love to give advice. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned to you, I struggle with that even within the context of this podcast, because I, right. I am, this is not an advice podcast. We are not here to tell anybody else how to do anything. If what we say that we're trying in our lives resonates with you, or you think it might be helpful to somebody else, fantastic. But all we're here to do is share the truth of our own experiences and be transparent in an effort to, to amplify these conversations and build a community of people yes. who are striving to improve themselves. Yes. And um, not to say that I'm not good enough because I'm beyond good enough now, but I want to be my best. I want to, yes. I want to live to a hundred. I want to have the most deep passionate marriage that I can. I want to have the most fully connected relationships with my children that I can. I want to have the most vibrant health that's available to me. So um, brave love is my focus. And in my effort to root myself so that I can rise to that aspiration, I've come up with a couple of large uh, umbrella type focuses. And the first one is I want to become physically dynamic. Um, I am not a high, high energy person. I never have been. I was not involved in athletics as a kid. I've only developed a active lifestyle in my adult years, but I do have a proclivity to sitting not that I get to do that very much because I'm busy in my mm -hmm. life, but I want to be in movement as much as possible. So when I was first doing the exercises to prepare for this podcast, I had actually named this section movement every day, but movement every day in my mind, because of the way it's portrayed in our culture is like moving, doing one active thing a day going right. for a jog or taking a spin class or doing yoga. And that just wasn't as big of an idea as I wanted it to be. I want to be someone who is physically dynamic. I want to be dancing or moving, or I just want to be active. I don't want to be sedentary. When I look mm -hmm. back on my life, I want to be that person who is not always busy, but right. using my body. And I also think that that's a really good thing to be doing because I'm at the age now where if I sit, if I kneel on the floor to fold the laundry, when I get up, I'm like the tin man from the wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, hey, no. creak, creak, you know, yeah. my knees are not working like I'd like. And that I am not okay with that. I am not right. okay with feeling that way in my body. So I know that just 
moving as much as possible is going to help me to stay active over the long term. So as of right now, one of the things that I'm doing uh, is doing a 30 day yoga with yoga with Adrian. Um, and I have, I will not have done it consecutively for 30 days because I just, that's not how things work in my life. I'm a few days behind and I'm totally fine with that, but I have been active every day. So that might mean throwing on some music and just having a dance party or chasing. We played tag in the house the other day and I chased my kids (laughs) around the couch our house is a converted barn, so you can run a lap. And I have to say, when they were it, they couldn't catch me. Oh, so good. I'm celebrating that because nice. I'm still a fast mama. So uh, that's just that kind of, I want to be that kind of mom, that kind of fun, playful, active mom, the one who's going to chase you and tickle you and uh, those sorts of things. So physically dynamic that is. And so rooting in that is the practices that I'm doing, getting up in the morning, going through a quick yoga flow before I go downstairs, um, turning on some music and dancing, hopping on even, and I've done this while I've been on the phone with you, Joanne, hopping on my bike Yes. while I'm on the phone. Oh yeah. And I heard her huffing and puffing. <laughs> I'm not like really, I'm not cranking up the resistance or anything, right. but I'm just moving. I walk up and down my driveway, whatever. Uh, Mm -hmm. So if I find myself sitting, I'm trying to stand up and move around. So that's my first, my first route so that I can rise. And then my second is being proactive on my true priorities. So this is a real rooting practice for me because it's planning. I love to organize. I love to plan. I'm not so good with follow through. At this current juncture, I will be saying by the end of my practices that I am a rock star at follow through. Yes. So my priorities are the priorities that I need to take action on. And I do pretty well on most of these, but I want to be more sequential in it uh, is you know, food, as far as having a plan for what we're eating, making sure that everything that we need is in the house, but then also prepping things. I actually didn't even realize until last week that both my kids love celery. I buy celery. I eat celery, right? I was totally blown away. I read somewhere that you could cut up vegetables like carrots and celery and keep them in a jar filled with cold water and they'd stay crisp. Mm -hmm. Whereas in like a container, they get soggy. So I got a big Mason jar and cut up two heads of celery and put it in the Mason jar and all of it was gone in a day. My kids had eaten, which celery is really good for detoxifying your body and especially your liver. So that's something that I'm trying to do is have those snacks prepped for them already. And for myself, cause I will definitely stick my face in a bag of tortilla chips if there's nothing else on hand. So yes. food and just making sure that that is arranged to make it easy for me. And then just even laying on our calendar ahead of time for the week to make sure that I know exactly where all of our activities fall. So then yes. I can plan 
other things around it. So yeah, because you have your kids that are having activities and yourself and your husband, like you have four people that have lives. Yeah. Savannah takes singing lessons and is in a choir. Cole does basketball. Um, we just, we just have stuff going on. And so, and the, the timing of it is erratic. So having that like laid out, making sure everybody in the family knows what the week looks like. And then from there planning when to fit in, we're a homeschool family as well. And we do a lot of big idea schooling. Uh, I don't use a curriculum for my kids. I, shape all of their education. Well, we do use an online program for math because math makes me want to run screaming from the house. <laughs> so that's the thing that hey, I at least you'd be active, Melanie. Oh, right. <laughs> there, see, see, there's the positive. I could definitely get some more activity in. Um, but so then planning out for the week, what we're going to talk about last week, for example, I introduce my kids to the fundamental concepts of religion, what makes a a religion, a quote unquote religion, as opposed to a belief system. And there were a lot of big ideas that came along with that discussion. And so I knew I needed to fit it in looking at our schedule for the week. And, you know, Tuesday, we have a mid-afternoon appointment, Wednesday, we have co-op all day. And then so not wanting to wait till the end of the week to begin this big discussion, I knew right. I was going to have to schedule it in on Monday and taking that bird's eye view of what I want to accomplish in the week and where it will fit in, in the schedule. Yeah. So being proactive on my priorities in that regard. And then I've created a co-op with some of my friends. So planning for that, making sure that I have everything together. And then this podcast making sure that I have my head on straight as far as what we're going to talk about and when we're going to talk about it and then scheduling interviews when we are doing that. So my, the second tool for rooting for me to rise to my goals for myself is being proactive on my true priorities and keeping those above everything else. You know, obviously within there, I didn't talk about relationships, but uh, having, having time with my kids is not a challenge for me. Right. Since we've shifted to homeschooling, right. I do not have to plan significant engagements with my children because I'm engaging with them all the time. Right. And then, you know, Chris and I, I really am inspired by the date night in which, which Chris and I will do, but we are not as, um, intentional about it as you are. Mm -hmm. So I could definitely do better with that. Yes. That's my second thing. And just being organized in that, those areas that matter to me so that I can be sure to get the things done that I need to get done so that I, the overall goals of what I want my kids to achieve and my concept of root to rise is also a guiding concept for my kids' education because I want them to have those firm foundational roots in what they know so that they can rise throughout their entire life with a firm underpinning Yeah, and also that they know how to learn. So, and then the last area for me is finances. And I have declared (laughs) to the universe and myself that this is the year of financial freedom 
for us, which is kind of a big claim. That doesn't mean that we will have no debt. It doesn't mean that we're going to double our income or anything like that. To me, it's a shift in mindset uh, as far as mm-hmm. knowing that we have what we need and then taking practical steps to increase our income in ways that we can. So yes. I'm, I'm, I've been doing some design work again. I'm a graphic designer and I have picked up some clients and I'm doing some work on the side. And then we have a, a guest house that we're working towards getting a few things done too, so that we can put it on Airbnb and mm-hmm. just a few other small things that we can then increase our income while being mindful about our spending. I really appreciate too the sh- the the shift in taking the financial freedom to an internal thing, not that it has to look a certain way on paper, but mm-hmm. it has to feel like financial freedom to you. That feels very empowering to me. Well, I, I kind of came to the realization that we live in a limitless time as far as the possibilities of earning income, just being available to do work that comes your way instead of Mm -hmm. pigeonholing yourself to one type of outlet for earning more money. Again, I think that it comes back to, for me, trying to control mm-hmm. yes. how things are going to happen. And Maybe I my theme for the year should be to release control. I think that your goal for the year with finding more joy, joy is not a controlling state. Joy doesn't come in this aggressive, clinging state of mind. It's a relaxed state of mind. Good point. Good point. It's play. Joy is playful. So I think that's where this whole concept of rooting to rise is beautiful and powerful and how it can guide you because we have big lives. We have big purposes Mm -hmm. that we want to live. I heard Neil Donald Walsh say it one time that we're here to live the grandest version of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so this is, these are the things that we picture as being the grandest versions of ourselves. I feel like a happy, joyful person, but I know I get caught up in daily grind stuff and I'm not experiencing the joy that mm-hmm. I could be experiencing right. on an, like a moment to moment basis. And even though I know I'm going to have moments that they don't feel very joyful, but if I have that as my intention, adding more joy, that means I'm plugging into an audio and listening to it as I do my dishes mm-hmm. or today I, I painted my nails today and live, I painted Liv's nails and that wasn't on my things to do. I didn't really want to do it when she asked for it, but it was like, yes, let's have some fun here. Right. And not only am I going to paint your nails, but I'm going to paint mine too. Definitely. That's exactly it. And it, it goes back to that saying that it's the journey, not the destination. And when we get caught up in the destination, not only do we miss the journey, but I don't know about, about everybody else, but my destination has shifted right. mm-hmm. through my journey. Yeah. 
present in the moment of my journey and my growth that's happening right now. Right. I have changed who I am and where I'm headed and what matters to me. Happiness exists in this moment. Right. There's really no other moment. Yeah, exactly. So brave love, add more joy. That's our main focus in all that we do. Yes. And for me, it's, it's felt like this coming back to what really is important to me mm-hmm. and bringing that into my life right now, not waiting. Right. Not waiting. I'm not waiting anymore. Yes. Yes. And this is the truth of our experience. <sighs> this is the truth of our experience. Yep. And it is all good in the sisterhood. Yes, it is. Thank you all for listening. Thank you.